3: No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
4: Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, I Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Hi there. I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk, can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.
5: The world is full of magic and wonder, if you know where to look. And I'm obsessed with looking for it.
0: So you always follow yeah the money. yeah this is follow the money with mitch moss and paulie howard on VSIN.
2: hey hey here we go it is follow the money on vSIN, sin v sports betting network mitch moss paulie howard with you live downtown las vegas from the Circa resort and casino early On a Monday morning, coming up over the next three hours of today's program, Ross Tucker, an hour and 15 minutes from right now. Very good guest. Very good analyst on the NFL. We'll talk to him. All things National Football League at that point. Nick Bogdanovich in studio. Hey, hey. Long time Uh bookmaker. Now with uh, Circus Sports. And uh, Lou on something that we'll touch on in about five or six minutes. People are calling it the biggest upset of all time in the sport. Not sure I can get there with it or not.
6: Okay. Also, Paulie, like, oh, I was going to say, a dollar, a dollar fifty. Favorite Nick brings us donuts.
2: Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. Is that because you saw him a couple of weeks yes. ago and he was right bringing for donuts staff.
6: for the staff across right. the street? Yeah, that's the type of guy he is. That's right. He
2: likes uh, to eat too. We're, we're, and obviously, we have tons of football to get into today. Are you like me? Do you kind of want to hit the fast forward button? We have games this week in college, but can we get to Labor Day already? And then you know, after yep. that, NFL is going to be here. I know.
6: I can't wait yeah. for Week One. I have the. I share your echo your sentiments. Not much happened in this past weekend in the NFL. Uh, Now you're getting a lot of not even playing people in the one game where you saw the Stars play. Denver didn't play anybody, so Buffalo steamrolled. But uh, the gift that keeps on giving, the Ravens again last night. Well, well, what are we doing?
2: Yeah, you're right. But what are we doing here? Like even Salah, like tonight's game is like, "Ah, boy, I'm so torn. I don't know what to do. What are we doing, getting brain surgery here? Yeah. Come on. You're playing in a stupid preseason game. Um, you can make up your mind by now. I can't believe this. We're on a Monday morning. It's like, ah, I'm not so sure, guys. Call it a coin flip. Um, So a little baseball here to begin then. And uh, I guess the Yankees, I mean, my God, they salvaged the weekend, Polly by avoiding the four-game sweep at the hands of the Blue Jays. Oh, they needed and, that. And now this once insurmountable lead in the American League East is down to seven games?
6: I saw 40 to one. And I know when we were discussing it on air and you, you threw the question at me I hey, Blue Jays east I get out of here but 30 35 to one it's gone from, it went from 30 to one to as low as nine to one like that with this Yankee collapse it was once a 15 and a half game lead yeah. there was props up where they win 116 games right and now this offense and they don't have an ace and the bullpen blowing up and all the injuries which has been a big deal but the the numbers here, and Katie Sharp's a terrific follow on Twitter, who covers the team. The record since the break, the, the I the, this is one I can't get over. Going into Saturday's game, a Yankee batter had not come to the plate since August 13th when they had the lead. That's pretty bad. Think about that drought. Yeah. So the you know 19 runs in 10 games, fewest in a 10 game span since 1990. They have the worst record in baseball in August. I mean, now it's okay. They needed the game. Huge. huge. They at least got a win. But now moving forward, and now you have to see, I mean, this, is all, this is sums it up right here with this John Heyman tweet, which I, you know, poking fun, but it was funny. But there's some truth to it, that the Mets got through this grueling part of their schedule facing the division rivals. Now it lets
2: up. They get the Yankees. Uh, that is good.
6: Now, now, well, they, now they get the Grom and Scherzer.
2: So here's the thing, right? Because it is Scherzer going on the mound today. Look, I mean, you're the New York Yankees at home, and you're a huge dog as you have to face this guy tonight. Again, I don't know which number or numbers are the most alarming. So overall, 5-14 and 14 in August, like you said. Since the All-Star break, they are tied for the fourth-worst record in all of Major League Baseball. Oh, by the way, they're 10-20 tied with the Rockies. The Tigers are 10-21, oh. Marlins 9-21, Pirates 8-20. So they're in that neighborhood. Also, I-, I can't get over this part with how bad it's been in August. They had one five-game losing streak to begin the month. And they've had three other losing streaks of at least three games. Yeah. So they've had four, three-game losing streaks or, or longer, which is just in one month of baseball after the All-Star break, That's none of this is acceptable. How is it? Yep. And like we talked about, I think it was last Thursday or Friday, if this team gets bounced early, hell, I would see if they don't make the World Series, you need to be looking for a new GM and a new skipper um, come November. That would be my thought on that.
6: I would agree. That's right, and everyone got booed at the Paul O'Neill Day too, right? So that was, and then when you dig deep into the schedule, it's it's only going to get worse. Now they 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 figure to get swept by the Mets, but uh, then they go to Oakland and and Anaheim, and they've got to take care of business
2: there, and they also have a a trip in Tampa. But they just they can't hit. Uh, that will not be easy. No, don't right. worry. by the way, all we're doing is talking about the Blue Jays. The Rays are right there with them.
6: But uh, and then the meantime, Toronto's got Boston, who they seem always play well in Fenway. Then the Reds, I mean, excuse me, the Cubs and the Pirates, Baltimore. So some winnable games here. Baltimore will be tough. But how this could really flip in the next ten to twelve days as well? That maybe Toronto can even get this down to four. And that's what we talked about last week. What if Toronto was winning games? It should have been a three-game lead. Because they weren't playing good ball during this Yankee horrid run as well. For sure. But you just see it with Stanton out, and they really miss Carpenter. If you keep them in the ballpark,
2: they're not going to do anything. No, because, I mean. Ben Attendee went deep, but this is, there's just nothing in this lineup right now. That's, that's how they produce their runs. Yeah. If they're, if they're not hitting the long ball, then they're going to be easy to neutralize. And if you can just somehow maneuver your way around judging the lineup, okay, well, how many other guys can actually beat you with the injuries like you talked about? Not a lot. Not a lot. It appears like it's like Houston on a rocket ship in the American League. Oh, yeah. It doesn't mean that that's they're going to come out of it because there's so much parity in the playoffs. But also, they could they could cruise right this thing right through this thing and like just dominate everybody in that on yeah. that side.
6: I know. Anything can happen in October, but I mean, this appears to be the Houston Invitational. I mean, my God, who else do you want in the American League to make a deep run? I mean, the Yankees have all these issues and, and just the right. offense is just they can't get anything going. I mean, you can't be even a cola, almost two dollars Saturday. Can't be. They can't hit. That can't be. And, and White shut them down for four or five innings. Yeah,
2: yep. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, it is awful. And again, we don't know which number is the worst. This actually might be the one. The Yankees lost six series in a row for the first time since 1985. Oh, Aaron Boone, not happy. No crap. I mean, you. We can ask all these questions in regards. We've answered them till we're blue in the face. We got to go out and do it. I got to quit answering these questions about this state and this perplexion and we got to play better period we and the and the great thing is it's right in front of us it's right here and we can fix it it's right here it's there and we can we can run away with this thing and we got the dudes in there to do it we got to do it you know okay so he's not faking that by the way yeah. You can tell. I mean, how many people do that to pound to pound it that hard, and then for the microphone to almost go flying off? He is. Uh, he's definitely feeling the pressure at this point. There's no question. So I. That's. I mean, what a turnaround! In only a couple of months, basically. Sure. Absolutely. Wild. Can
6: you win 116 games, and now we even hang on and win the division? Can the Blue Jays catch them? I'm, the The race schedule's too tough. It, I, I mean, I, it, I, it I is can't.
2: possible. Yes, they can. It's very difficult, though. I don't know if that 14-to-1 number, you said 9-to-1. I would not be running out to bet 9-to-1 today. It was 25-to-1 Saturday, going into Saturday's game. Yeah,
6: And then, you know, the big win yesterday was low as 9. Now you're seeing back to 11 or 15-to-1. I saw back at 15 at one book.
2: Okay, so where are you at with... uh what took place on Saturday night in the UFC. We're not going to get to the Dana White-Gronk stuff until a little bit later on in the uh, program today. But after Leon Edwards was completely down and out versus Usman, in fact, he was minus 5,000, Usman was, to begin the fourth round, uh, the fifth round, Joe Rogan said after the fight, quote, nothing compares. It's the greatest head kick knockout in the history of the sport Mm -hmm. with the most consequences, the most at stake, the most doubt, the most people counting him out on Edwards coming back like that to beat Usman. Yes. I still think GSP losing to Sierra was a much bigger upset, but that the, the number was as well. But GSP never lost again. He, he dominated his weight class for basically his entire career.
6: Well, I, I think Jordan Sherwood's right and Rogan's right because the fight was over. He's ahead in, comfortably on all the scorecards. There's not much time left in the fight. Lou, who's coming on later, said he had broken him. I mean, it's over. And then just the lucky head kick. You, you, you mentioned the five thousand in play. The guy is going to tie Anderson Silva's record with 16 wins in a row. Nothing can stop him. He's so damn good. He toys with people, and then that's that's the essence of sports. Never give up. Anything can happen. Don't quit. Bam! There it is. He catches him, and now you have to see how Usman responds. You know, with the betting odds, you, you know Holly Holm and and the Sarah stuff, and some of the other big upsets. But when you tie it all in, and the fact that it was total domination for almost the complete. Five rounds in the whole fight. And then he's going to he's gonna win again. It's, is everyone, the talk is, is anyone ever going to beat this guy? Will he ever lose again? And yep. it's over. And yep. then it's, you know, you, you could you got a good point about John Anna coming up here. And then just, bam, the surprise and how everything flips. And, I you know, lose an expert. Lou knows. He goes, yep. he, he broke the guy. And Lou liked Edwards to win the fight. But he was a broken man. But anything sure. can happen in sports.
2: So, unfortunately, we're not allowed to play the actual video on this show. Um, but, man, watching the highlights and that fight overall, and then the, the conversation at that point on the booth, and you mentioned John Anik. I have to say, major shout-out to him today. The timing could not have been better with this call. They're basically suggesting, like, look, what happens to Edwards next? Does he just, you know, calmly end this fight? You know, does he just, like, throw a couple of kicks here and there, but then just, you know, sucks it up like a man and he knows he's going to lose? And John Anik's call was, he's not cut from that cloth. Bamo. That's, yeah. the, that's the fight. <laughs> yes. the, the left head kick out of nowhere uh, ends it on Usman. Uh-huh. The, the second he said it, yep. it's, it's over with. Uh-huh. Yep. The timing could not, uh, you could broadcast games or events for a thousand years and you could not have better timing than that.
6: Incredible. Now the, uh, part of the story is how does he respond now? Oh, huge, huge part of the story. Rousey was never the same. Oh, ever. Okay. No. You know, didn't bother GSP. He bounced right back. I mean, going back to Andre Orlovsky. He got knocked out a oh, couple times, and yep. that was it. Now all, all of his fights go to decision. He's a peck,
2: peck, peck guy. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that's you know, how he completely changed now. He's little Jerry Seinfeld. Yep. Uh, the first hour of Follow the Money is brought to you exclusively by Bett Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. So with that, uh, we will talk about another unbelievable story from the weekend. It would have changed the entire landscape of the sport. No hyperbole. Uh, we'll run that down for you and play the audio here on Follow the Money. It's V the Sports Betting Network.
3: Even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW report, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
4: Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman, some would call a thought leader. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. No unexplained theories, no mundane lessons, no using 20 words when two will do. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. I'm giving you straight talk, relatable stories, and life lessons through my own experiences and the lens of others. We're not just talking about why financial freedom is important. We're focusing on how you can achieve it too. We all might have different starting points and end goals, But as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done. From the streets to the suites. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that?
7: Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka.
1: tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your
5: podcasts. What does optimism look like? I'm on a quest to find the people who inspire us to dream more and do more. I'm Simon Sinek and I host a podcast called A Bit of Optimism. I talk to all sorts of people, from the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff to a hairdresser on Instagram who gives out free haircuts to the homeless, from the CEOs of the world's largest companies to the comedy writer who visited the wreckage of the Titanic. I love talking to leaders, artists, authors, and eccentrics about life, leadership, purpose, mental fitness, human skills, high performance, and other curious things. It leaves me feeling wiser, more inspired, and, well, more optimistic. Because after all, this is a bit of optimism. The world is full of magic and wonder, if you know where to look for it. Listen to A Bit of Optimism on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: The money on VSAN, the Sports Betting Network.
6: Kick off football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook all season long. It's your go-to book for all football-related content. Check out BetRivers.com or download the app for the latest odds, promotions, props, and more. Every week, Bet Rivers has great football specials to help you win. Root on your favorite team and players
2: with Bet Rivers. It's a whole new game. You know how big the story was from Saturday night? Oh, God. I, I've watched the clip probably 15 times already. No no joke. What? Why this? What took so long? I, I don't well, understand. Well, because, again, like, and we're going to play it here for you coming up in a second. If Dana wasn't going to tell anybody, where, Why? where was the leak going to come from? I know. Why? Because it never happened. It never came to fruition. So he's going to suck it up and... And just, like, live with it for the rest of his life.
6: Maybe felt like a failure. And what probably
2: keeps him up at night about the what could have been. Sure. Because they won a Super Bowl. But if he pulls it off, Dana White can then come out and take credit for it or actually talk about it openly. And then everybody's going to be praising him like, oh, my God, he's the king of Las Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you're right. It's two years late, right? Two years late to the party with this. Mm -hmm. Nobody really knew. This is on – one of the UFC broadcasts on Saturday night Gronk is on it they bring on Dana White and oh my god what a bombshell here from the UFC president
8: I I worked to put that deal together for Brady and Gronk to come to the Raiders and it was almost a done deal and at the last minute Gruden blew the deal up and said that he didn't want him and whoa, all whoa. hell broke loose, man. It, it was crazy, and, and and Brady was already looking at houses, and it wasn't being said yet that Gronk was coming. So Las Vegas would have had Brady and Gronk the year that the Bucks won the Super Bowl, except Gruden blew the deal wow. up.
2: Also on part of that broadcast, the back end, Dana White added, I was never going to tell that story, mm-hmm. and then Gronk said that's exactly what happened (laughs) yes so for those two comments at the very end it's a thousand percent true Uh uh-huh it was going to happen yeah you were never going to get it from Brady
6: and you're right White wasn't going to say anything so Gronk had to uh to break the news well but Gronk comes out he tees him up and Dana can't believe he brought it up and then he tells the
2: story now the the one soundbite from Brady when he actually addressed this I mean, hes it's littered with F-bombs from Tom Brady. Well, we know who the mother bleeper is now. Right. It's Carr. And, and pe- <laughs> people speculated forever that it was Derek Carr. Yeah. Well, now, that has absolutely been confirmed. Oh, God. But so, after the fight on Saturday night again, um, Dana, of course, had to go to the press conference. He knew he was going to get asked about it, and he was, and here's a little bit more from Dana.
8: I talked Brady into playing for the Raiders, and uh, Gronk was coming with him, and they were negotiating the deal, and they were Really close to getting it done, and then Gruden pulled the deal, and Brady was not happy about it, neither was I. And, um, yeah, and that's that he went to the Buccaneers and won the Super Bowl. I want a box there, I wanted Brady at the at, you know what I mean. <laughs> Crazy,
2: that there you go. Oh my I god, I own a bleeping box there. Yep. I want Brady at the games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he
6: should be pissed. It's ridiculous. What the hell's John Gruden doing? Oh, I mean this honestly. The other thing that's why no wonder I've never seen outside of the football field. I've never seen Brady that animated. When they told him, and he finally oh, goes, he's... he goes. Why I don't blame him. I was, this guy hasn't won a playoff game. I'm the greatest quarterback of all time with all these rings, and you're, you're going to choose him over
2: me? Are yeah, you and, he, and he basically goes, I'm going to go scorched earth on all Indian yeah. bleep, 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 whatever. And he, went, this, and he played
6: well out here, too, when they played. I mean, that would have been great information. Yeah, of course it would have been. Ca- he
2: carved them up in the window. N- knowing what we know right now about John Gruden and how it ended here with the Raiders, it's an all-time bad job out of him. Everything, I mean... Just how uh, the fact that he ran the drafts and look at some of the players they took in the oh my god the, 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 everything total debacle absolute disaster. You
6: can also rip the the owner Davis can't pull that say John come on yeah, right exactly we doing
2: it's Tom Brady we're talking about and it's
6: Gronk a package deal and they go and win the were Super they Bowl. scared because it did end
2: well with the Patriots and he looked like he was scared. maybe getting old come on scared that's ridiculous of course it oh, is Mayock Gruden, but, Davis I'm trying to come think on, about guys. why they would say no. I have no idea. They thought Derek Carr at that point had a better ceiling than Tom Brady? Did you mention this on air, too, about your wife? I didn't, because, again, it's like— It was off I air?
6: I couldn't remember. It was off of the guy. air, yeah. Okay. You sure? I'm pretty sure it was off well, the air. Well, okay, there were rumors, though, in the media about this. Right, right. Okay, so, so, so
2: a, yeah. I, I can I can add to the story by telling you this, and I'll preface it by saying, for those who, who don't know—I've uh, said it before, but I'll say it again— my wife was a longtime news anchor here in Las Vegas. So she's like well connected. She knows a lot of people, a lot of power players, so to speak. She it's 2020, and she told me about this when she got home that night. But what can I do with this information? So, because we couldn't, you know, couldn't confirm it and it never happened, kinda like Dana. Uh, she's at a happy hour out here with one of her friends, and she happens to run into uh let's see how I shall say this, um, a prominent Las Vegas, a local who has been in the casino business for a long time and at this time was in charge of dealing with and bringing a lot of celebrities to a very popular hotel in town. And they know each other going way back to her days as a news anchor. They get to chatting and he's like, oh, my God, have I got a big story for you? And he just just flat out tells her like this is this close to being a done deal. Like, Brady is signing off on this, like, this week or in the next couple of days. He's moving here, and the Raiders are going to get Tom Brady. Just flat out, openly just tells her that. And let me tell you, this guy would know. Mm-hmm. So, that was a thousand, it was going to happen. Again, and it was done, and then John Gruden at the very end just said, no, nah, sorry, got to change my mind on this one. <laughs> Who says no to Brady? She came Who's, home telling me yeah. the story was so giddy, and I'm just like, would right. you calm down for a second here, please? I'm like, what are the odds on this? You're at happy hour, and some guy that you... Just comes up to you and says all this stuff, and it's, she's like, "Yes, absolutely." And she's like, "I'm like, yeah, yeah, right. I, I know who the guy is." So that tells you it was a done deal. Guys yeah. looking for houses. He put on the on the down low, and yeah. let's get a house, but, and but, here yeah. we go. Uh, that's another thing is that he told her was like he's lo- looked at multiple homes.
6: Yeah, like he's gonna move out here. My God, the other thing is, uh, of course, what what tampering, right? Just blatant tampering as well that uh, goes back. So I, I still think the Peyton Brady to Miami is better. Because of the package wow. deal and so everything, yeah. and then and yeah. it's blown up because of the the tanking stuff and the the Flores lawsuit. Uh, but but still, I mean, this is just okay. So the the yeah, incredible w- w- they, that just came out of nowhere. I'm like, I'm walking. I'm on Saturday morning. I'm looking at the guy. to go, what is this? UFC prelims with the Grand? family. Yeah, a, and then you get that bombshell. He just throws it out there and tees up Dana White. He was never going to tell the story. What a gift from the
2: gods. So what would have happened that year in the NFL? Buccaneers don't win the Super Bowl. Who the hell knows who their quarterback is. Uh, He's going to be playing with the Raiders in the same division as as the Chiefs, who made the Super Bowl that year and Tom Brady beat.
6: Rodgers probably comes out of the AFC. I was going to say,
2: Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, they were the one seed. They probably win the NFC that year. Maybe. They don't blow that home game because it's not going to be the Buccaneers.
6: Tampa's still looking for a quarterback. Yes, they are.
2: Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Arians is probably still there. Who knows? Oh, God. And and you're exactly right. Who knows where Derek Carr is going to be? Like, where, uh-huh. how is that going to work out? Was Derek Carr going to get shipped? Because Brady was like, they could do a, a, a trade. They couldn't trade Derek Carr to the Buccaneers and to get Tom Brady in return. He wasn't signed there yet. So where's Derek Carr? And by the way, what's life like for Derek Carr starting, like, Saturday night? Now he has to know this, and he's like, oh, I am that mother bleeper that Brady That's was right. talking about. Sure. It's confirmed. Absolutely. He's, a, he, he's got the tail between his legs now. Gruden goes to the mat
6: for that guy. After he was just, you know, the look on his face is during several games about how, you know, oh, also what a what a splash and what a anytime you could get the greatest quarterback of all time is one thing, but then you're moving into a brand new billion dollar stadium. Yeah, I mean, Goodell should have been sign off on this now. How good that would be for the league. Oh yeah, everything worked out, but holy cow!
9: Yeah, he says
6: no. I cannot believe Gruden would say I
2: don't want the guy. I'm sticking with Carr. Well, knowing what we know about Gruden, <laughs> I can believe that now. <laughs> I mean that that guy. If you go back and look at his drafts when he was in charge, and I like Michael Lombardi said this on VSN yesterday. He's Ron like Peterman. Mayak Ma- 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 Ma was the GM, but he was not in charge. Yeah, it was yeah. all Gruden's decisions. Look at how this is why I was so hot. Well, I was so anti Raiders last year. It was the biggest win total bet I've ever had on under eight wins because like the the drafts have been miserable under Gruden. And they're going to be a stink bomb. And then he leaves because of a disaster with the emails. Basaccia deserves more credit than what he got last year. Mm-hmm. Kept it afloat. They won you know, in, in impossible situations. Uh, hand over fist last year. And his drafts for like three or four years were horrendous. He whiffed on almost everybody. Yeah. Oh, man.
6: Who's to say more guys weren't coming? That was just one package deal. You think right? it's
2: going to have problems recruiting people to Las Vegas? Yeah. To live for half the year and yeah. play football? And then what happens to, the, to Devontae Adams? Is he with Derek Carr's new team? Does he go, I, I just I want to go play with Derek Carr again, longtime college buddy. We'd we still be feeling the after. I love that. Dane, of Dana's thing.
6: still pissed off. Oh, I love yeah.
2: that. Well, it he's a done dad. That. It worked so hard. Done, talk Brady into it. Gronk What's brought it happen? out of him on the broadcast. Can you believe <laughs> oh. that with Gronk? He had to actually <laughs> yeah. bring it up. Yeah, and that's exactly what happened. <laughs> Yep. At the end. I never thought I would tell that story, he said. He oh, was gonna take man. that to his grave. Yeah. Incredible. Good job by Gronk. Good job. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was really something else, man. Uh, it's follow the money here on vSIN D Sports Betting Network. Uh, more results from the weekend. Updated standing, schedules, division, and playoff odds coming up here and follow the money. It's Vsin D Sports Betting Network.
0: the sports betting network
6: Kickoff football season with BetRivers online sports book all season long BetRivers your go-to book for all football related content check out betrivers.com or download the app for the latest odds promotions props and more every week great football specials to help you win uh, cheer on your favorite players with BetRivers it's a whole new game
2: more NFL here Uh, The great Ross Tucker joins the program now. Always love having him on the show. Even Money Podcast is what you can download, subscribe, and listen to, and also MyFrontPageStory.com. Ross, good to talk to you again. How are you?
10: I am fantastic, guys. Still basking in the glow of calling that Browns-Eagles game yesterday uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles. I love preseason football. I I mean, I I know a lot of people don't. I, I love it probably because I lived it. And because I know that the guys that are out there, those are the most important snaps of their life. I mean, I mean, people talk about pressure during the season. You know what's real pressure? Whether you get 22 snaps in the second half of a preseason game, and that determines whether or not you're making the practice squad, which is $11,500 a week, or you're going back to Dunk, Missouri or wherever and figuring
2: out what you're going to do with the rest of your life. That's pressure. That is a that's a good perspective. Absolutely. So, as a former offensive lineman, we were just discussing the situation right now with the Buccaneers. I mean, they are they've lost guys Ross to free agency, retirement, uh, several by injury. Like your thoughts right now on what this unit could actually look like for trying to protect Tom Brady this year at this point?
10: The major major problem and you nailed it, right? They had sort of the surprise retirement from Ali Marpet, their Pro Bowl left guard. Alex Kappa, they allowed to go to the Bengals as a free agent, but they replaced him by trading for Shaq Mason from the Patriots at right guard. So right guard's fine with Shaq Mason. They lost arguably my favorite player in the NFL in Jensen, the center, Ryan Jensen. He's sort of the enforcer. He's the leader. He sets the tone for that group. That's a huge, I, I I cannot overstate how big that loss is. I know people are like, oh, Ross, he's just a center. He's the leader of the offensive line. And he's the enforcer on that side of the ball. And it makes a big difference. And Brady loves him. Mm-hmm. And then even Aaron Stinney, who mm-hmm. was likely to be their starting left guard, he tears his ACL and MCL in the second half the other night. So they got major problems. I mean, the kid they have at center right now, Robert Hainsey, second-year guy, third-round pick out of Notre Dame, maybe he'll be okay, but he was a tackle at Notre Dame, kind of been a guard. They're, They're teaching him how to play center, and I don't care how smart he is. I'm a guy that's played them both. There will be an adjustment for Robert Hainsey. And I'd feel much better about Hainsey if they had a good left guard. I'd feel much better about the new left guard if they had Ryan Jensen. Mm-hmm. They've got neither. It's not good when you've got two newbies next to each other.
2: Okay, so um, terrific answer, by the way. How do you think some of these quarterback battles pan out? Uh, the one in Pittsburgh now. Uh, Kenny Pickett, again, the, the, the reviews continue to be glowing from him, and he looked good again for what it's worth in the second preseason game. Um, like, is he going to be the starter by week seven, week eight? Does Trubisky win the job? Rudolph got the entire second half. How do you think this plays out?
10: Yeah, it's all on Trubisky's hands, really, right? <clears throat> They're not going to start Pickett to start the season because you he, he can't do it the other way, right? You can't, you can't start with your first-round pick, and then if he struggles, bench him. He's the future. So you start with Trubisky, and as long as Trubisky's playing well and the Steelers are winning – or competitive, I think Trubisky will stay in there, but as soon as Trubisky falters, I don't think they're going to have a real long leash for him. I mean, I think Pickett has just looked so comfortable. He looks like he looked last year at Pitt. Looks like he knows where to go with the ball. He's accurate. He's confident. Looks like a pro quarterback, man. I mean, you know, we get so enamored, and I understand why with guys' arm strength and how fast they are. You know what means the most? They know what they're doing. They know where to go with the football, and it's very obvious that Pickett looks very comfortable. Greg Cosell even said that on the Ross Tucker Football Podcast that he looks like a starting NFL quarterback. And so I don't know what week that'll be because that's in Mitch Trubisky's hands, you know. But g- given Mitch's career, uh, maybe week four or five, you yeah. know. Mitch is good for a real clunker once a qu- you know, once every four games or so.
6: Well, if he gets off to a hot start, though, they have weapons. I think this could be a playoff team. They made the playoffs last year, and and Ben was horrible. So if they get average quarterback
10: play, they're going to be a factor. It's a good point, and I've been thinking that this is finally the year that the Steelers are in the basement of the AFC North. That's not happening. The Browns are going to be in the basement of the AFC North now. So I I think the Steelers – Ravens, Bengals will all be battling and all have a chance to make the playoffs. But as you guys know, it's tough duty making the playoffs in the AFC, man. I mean, yeah. really tough oh. duty. I picture the winning team in the division being like last year, probably 10 wins, 10 and seven. Mm-hmm. You know, is it Baltimore? Is it Pittsburgh? I don't think it's Cleveland. Is it Cincinnati? But I think they're probably 10 and seven and maybe they get another wild card team in at nine and eight. We'll see.
6: Follow the Money, Poly and Mitch Feast and the Sports Betting Network. Ross Tucker, our guest, Even Money Podcast. He also has a boost up at uh, DraftKings. Even Money, will the Bills and Eagles both make the playoffs? That's Even Money at DraftKings. I, I think you said this a couple weeks ago where someone said on the broadcast that this is the first time since high school that Hurts has had the same offense back-to-back years. Do you think the Eagles win the division and that will really help Hurts uh, this year and the offense takes off?
10: Well, I did say that, and I'm glad you were listening or watching. Thank you. Uh, so, listen, he went to Alabama, okay? Three different coordinators in three years at Alabama. You know, Saban mm-hmm. was going through all those guys, Sarkeesian and Dayball and whatever, Lane Kiffin. goes to Alabama, I mean, Oklahoma for a year with Lincoln Riley, and he's had two in the NFL. This is the first time Dalen Hurts doesn't have to learn a new offense. You know, he can just build on what he already learned the year before. That's significant. We go back to pick getting the ball out of his hands. That gives Hertz a lot more confidence to know what he's doing, know what he's seeing. And I think we've seen that in the preseason game against the Jets, that first drive when he was six for six, 80 yards and a touchdown. I've seen it in the joint practices. It's also the second year for the new head coach and Nick Sirianni. Plus guys, I mean, they went nine and seven in the games. They tried to win last year. They didn't play week 18 against the Cowboys. They've got A.J. Brown on offense, who is an absolute difference maker. And then defensively on the D-line, they added Hassan Reddick's 23-and-a-half sacks and Jordan Davis. Linebacker level, Kaiser White, who led the Chargers in tackles, and N'Kobidine. Even on the back end, I still can't believe the Giants cut James Bradbury. He's been outstanding in training camp. You know, they, to me, are pretty clearly a better team. Well, I think the Cowboys are worse, I mean, Cowboys mm-hmm. lose Amari Cooper, Gallup, who knows when he'll be back. They lose Connor Williams as well as Lyle Collins up front. They lose Randy Gregor. Like, I don't know how you'd make the argument that the Cowboys are better. So I think at best for the Cowboys, they're even with the Eagles, which is why I like the Eagles over win total. I, I've been liking the Cowboys under win total. I actually think the Eagles will probably end up being the best team in that division. That's not me being a homer. That's where I would put my money with you guys or on the Even Money podcast.
2: Who's the best team in the NFC? The champs? Would you call the Rams the best team? Or Packers? Maybe somebody else?
10: So that is where some of these bets get really interesting. You know, as you can see, the conference odds on the screen, there's a real opportunity for some of these down-the-line teams. Maybe it's the Eagles at... 11-1, Eleven to one, or the, even the Saints at twenty to one. The Rams, as good as they are, I don't think they're going to repeat. I, I just, I, I, you know, Stafford's got the elbow thing. Their guard got hurt, Logan Bruss. I just, I don't envision that happening. The Bucks are already beat up. We know that. The Niners are interesting, but we don't really know what to expect from Trey Lance. Uh-huh. The Packers are not as good without Devontae Adams. I'm still not convinced, even though he came off PUP, that David Bakhtiari ever plays football again. Mm -hmm. So, all I'm saying is, if there was ever a year to take a long shot or two to win a conference, I think it's this year. And I think it's the NFC. So, I don't know if people like the Vikings or whoever, but I kind of like the Eagles. You know, If you've got some faith in Jameis, maybe it's Maybe it's Jameis. Maybe it's just the Niners, you know, if if you've got some confidence in Trey Lance. But this is the year to take a shot, I think, with some of these longer shots to win the NFC.
2: Totally agree. You can follow him on Twitter. He is at Ross Tucker NFL. Download, subscribe, listen to the Even Money podcast and also MyFrontPageStory.com. Still humming at uh, MyFrontPageStory.com, huh?
10: Yeah, you know what? Every time I come on with you guys, you got so many great listeners and viewers, I get a couple orders because they realize it's the best gift you can get anybody at myfrontpagestory.com. And evidently, guys, September and October are the two biggest months for weddings. So, if you're a loser who let your wife make you get married during football season, (laughs) let that that happen. But try to make up for it by getting her a story, a good gift for her anniversary at myfrontpagestory.com. Yeah, if
2: you're looking for a creative gift idea, I highly suggest it. It is a great spot to go to. Ross, thank you so much for the time. We appreciate that today.
10: Always. Love being all with you guys.
2: Be good.
1: tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two. This
7: is our podcast, and we're going to do it our
1: way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: What does optimism look like? I'm on a quest to find the people who inspire us to dream more and do more. I'm Simon Sinek and I host a podcast called A Bit of Optimism. I talk to all sorts of people, from the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff to a hairdresser on Instagram who gives out free haircuts to the homeless, from the CEOs of the world's largest companies to the comedy writer who visited the wreckage of the Titanic. I love talking to leaders, artists, authors, and eccentrics about life, leadership, purpose, mental fitness, human skills, high performance, and other curious things leaves me feeling wiser, more inspired, and, well, more optimistic. Because after all, this is A Bit of Optimism. The world is full of magic and wonder, if you know where to look for it. Listen to A Bit of Optimism on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
9: On v the sports betting network.
6: college football guide is out now NFL guide hits this Thursday start your football season on the right foot profiles of every team trends, power ratings, win total recommendation, season win totals in NFL and college, Heisman hype, top 10 games power ratings with Adam Burke the only way to get access to this year's football betting guides to become a beast and all access subscriber, get the discounted football special and all access to everything we do now through the Super Bowl for only $175 or save half off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long.
2: vcin.com slash subscribe. All right, Paulie. Some have called it the biggest upset in the history of the sport. I can't get that far or go that far with it. And look, to me, when it comes to this, you, you have to maybe take into consideration a little bit more than just the betting number and what it was live at the time. I think all things considered around the two fighters, the ramifications of the fight, Form of these two fighters. Uh, But somebody who would know much more on this topic than me would be Vison's very own Lou Finicaro, who does a great job of betting the sport week in and week out, writing about it for Point Spread Weekly, coming on the air for a bunch of shows. He's kind enough to join us here early on a Monday morning to recap what took place on Saturday night. So, Lou, thank you for the time as always, pal. You can follow him on Twitter. He's at GAMLOU. All things considered, would you call what happened the biggest upset in the history of the sport?
9: Well, first, gentlemen, thank you so much for squeezing me on in football season. I know how busy things get. Uh, the UFC does love its time. The biggest upset, uh, maybe not. The most important head kick, without question. Uh, what Usman had on the line was his 16th straight win, would have tied him with Anderson Silva for the most in UFC history. The the monumental. Accomplishments for Usman, had he won the fight, and he was a minute away, were were such that he now goes on the Mount Rushmore and competes with George St. Pierre as the greatest welterweight of all time. So the magnitude for Usman was unbelievable, and now England gets its second ever UFC champion. Uh, Really, a, a, a dynamic flash knockout. I picked Edwards, but I can't gloat, even if I called the fight correctly. It was my opinion Edwards' size was going to tire Usman out, and Edwards could have got to Usman in round four or five. And though the prediction stands, the, the means did not. Usman dominated that fight after he lost the first. And he, uh, I feel sorry for the guy because he didn't show any of the corrosion that I thought the private jets, the Gucci suits, and the and the champagne uh, was going to bring to him. He showed me so much in defeat, and now we wonder what's next.
6: Yeah, I I agree with many who thought it was the biggest upset, as you tied it in and mentioned the silver streak, but it was over. He was comfortably ahead on the scorecards. There's a minute left, and then the head kick. As you even tweeted, and you,
9: please expand on this, you felt Edwards was broken. He broke. Uh, Yes. Dean Thomas, one of the announcers uh, uh, on the broadcast, had mentioned that Thomas uh, that uh, Edwards was broken. And by watching the corner in in the second, second to the third, third to the fourth, his his corner was doing were doing jumping jacks to try and get any kind of emotion out of him. He was expressionless. Uh, without any emotion whatsoever, and my feeling was it was a terrible time for me to pick a fighter who I thought was going to present himself in his best possible way. He was laying the greatest possible egg. Now, uh, whether he believed he was beaten or not, the body English, the corner dialogue, Mm -hmm. everything tells me that Usman was in full control of this fight. I'd want to say Edwards got lucky. He's the winner, but there will be a rematch, and there'll be some intrigue involved in that fight, too. Yes,
6: yes. Lou Finnecaro, our guest. Again, Usman minus 5,000 favorite going into the final round and uh, knocked out with a minute left. So you mentioned the response now. Uh, so certainly Rousey was never the same after Holm finished her. I, met, I referenced Arlovsky earlier in the show. I mean, he used to be a knockout guy, and now it's everything by decision after what happened to Orlovsky getting knocked out a couple times. How do you think Usman responds now? And maybe you could also look at it with Edwards. I mean, people are going to be pumping his tires, and his world has changed
9: now with the win. Those are two awesome points. There are A lot of questions with Usman, basically, they'll give him six months to recover from Uh, the trauma or however long he needs. Uh, But I have little doubt in his championship medal and how he'll come back. Uh, It's just when. Uh, I think the longer that rematch is set, maybe five months or later out, the better chance Usman has to clear things up and regain his focus. And then the opposite is true. Now you go back to England where you're going to be exalted. You're not going to pay for a check anywhere you go. Everybody's going to want a picture with the champ. And so Edwards is going to have his own issues to deal with in preparation for a fight against a guy that was ragdolling him for 15 minutes out of the first 20.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, by the way, I remember where I was when George St. Pierre lost to Matt Serra many, many years ago here in Las Vegas watching it at a viewing party, and some of the guys at that party actually had Matt Serra at a huge price. I just, he was dominating that division so much, and uh, I don't know, Blue, was the competition, the field for for him maybe a little, even a bit better than what it has been for Usman so far? But also GSP, the way that he picked himself off the mat as well, he never lost again. Uh, that that to me that GSP was in such amazing form and like clearly the best guy in the world. That to me still is just like a stunner.
9: Not to take anything away from GSP, but his wrestling was so dominant in an era when there were still uh, athletes in the UFC that could be more singularly dimensioned than today. Yeah. Uh, today Edwards is so well rounded. Usman had to watch so much that he 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 let his He took a step back for the first time in the whole fight at the wrong time. And it cost him. I mean, when I look back at great knockouts, I look, you got to go way back. I'm an old, I'm as old as uh, the, the Charleston mountains for crying out loud. But John Tate fought a guy named uh, Mike Weaver a long time ago. Uh, it was probably in the late seventies and Tate was painting his fence for 15 rounds. And with a minute left, Weaver hit him with a left hook and Tate fell cheek first onto the canvas. I think I have to go back that far to find a knockout that impressive so late but it doesn't have the magnitude of what happened here. Again, I feel so bad for Usman.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, to your point, I mean, as this sport continues to get bigger and bigger, and and by the way, we can't forget, it's not like it's 200 years old, right? I mean, UFC's been around for like three decades now. So these fighters that are younger and been watching since they were five years old, they're going to be more and more trained and better in like every single area. Uh, Is there a bet coming up on the board right now that's available that you think might be mispriced or that you like? that we need to get ahead of it, uh, maybe down the road in a couple of weeks or so?
9: Well, I'm, I'm glad you actually segued into that, Mitch. Yes, there is. The next fight card's in two weeks. No one's paying attention to it because they keep rewinding this sensational knockout, and and rightfully so. The next card's in Paris and we have a fight between a an afghanistani that is from germany so he's going to be fighting at home he's going to be 10 years younger 2 inches taller 2 inch reach advantage and a much more dynamic fighter and he should be priced and he will be priced by the time this fight drops at minus 250 or higher he's currently he opened minus 200 his name is Naz, his name is Hack back perest he's fighting John Mcdessey the fights in two weeks in Paris for the UFC event I would say and you know I don't give out favorites very often hack perest minus 200 find a way to use him in parlays or straight up but he's in a dynamically advantageous situation on a card in Europe where they want the Europeans to look good against an undersized guy 10 years older at 37.
2: wow okay well that is great knowledge and as you preface right there is like uh you don't mm-hmm. give out Favorites very often, so you must really, really like the guy.
9: I'm all over him.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Again, you can follow him on Twitter. He is at Gamlu. Uh, Thank you so much today, sweet Lou. We really appreciate the time as always.
9: Great show, guys. Thanks so much for having me on. Good luck, everybody. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Lou. And Uh, uh, there you go. Again, sorry, go
6: ahead. I I agree with uh, Sherwood and and Lou and and Rogan. It's not how it, 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 it's when it happened. I mean, there's a minute left in the fight. Certainly, yeah, it's a fight. Anything that can happen. You, may, you know, what happened with Sarah? But when you put in the betting numbers, and he's minus five thousand in play, it was total domination. It's over. He's well ahead on the scorecards, and mm-hmm. he just gets caught with a minute left. So tie that in together, and he was going to win sixteen in a row and tie Silva's streak. I, I can see it that it's the biggest upset. I mean, it's not like you've got stopped early in the first round, right? I mean, this was total domination. The fight's over. Just stay out of the way. And, oh no, and yep. he, he's right. The, the corner talk. He was broken. He knew
2: it was over. And then just anything can happen. Yeah. I mean, the, the the chatter on the actual fight broadcast was, does Edwards just, you know, is this it? Just just walk back to your corner. The fight's over with. Just don't even try to throw anything here. Don't get caught. Just end it. Come out of here so you're not. Whatever. They're just BSing. like. Yeah. Oh. And John Anik actually said, no, nah, he's not cut from that cloth. And it's over. Just like that. The timing was absolutely impeccable with his comment, and then for him to throw that kick and to land it like that—and that's that's the fight. <laughs> Insane. Yeah. Nuts.
6: That in play, boy. He had a draw. Yeah. By the way, Edwards, as we talked about, was forty to one to win in round
2: five. That's another big ticket. Amazing. Yes. Up next, I'll give you a thirty-five to one bet that you need to make today.
3: they are also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino's home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com
0: and live the Chumba life.
3: No purchase necessary. VTW route. Void. prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
0: If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com slash audio.
4: Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money & Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. IHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where Anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.